the biblical call to give an answer for those who inquire about the faith. We are always prepared to give a reason for the hope. Well, hello everyone. Welcome again to the Theology Alive podcast. As you can tell, things are different. Not only are you hearing us, but now you can see us. Um, and so we thought uh, we'll try switch things up in our, uh, in our different episodes. Um, and so our first episode where we're going live, we thought we'd invite uh, our, our senior pastor, Pastor Charles DeKivid, uh, mm-hmm. to join us. So welcome, Pastor Charles. Thank you, Jabu. Thank you, yeah, Isaac. Good yeah. to be here. Uh, feeling a little under pressure this morning, <laughs> but uh, certainly hoping it's going to be uh, a fruitful time together. We have found that whenever Pastor Charles is on, our viewership increases. So that was also uh, intentional. But yeah, welcome with us and it is great. Um, Please bear with us as we try to get this um, camera and video, you know, kind of... Uh, improving, but I hope that it will be beneficial. Uh. So, so what we are testing is the camera work and the aesthetic, but we are not testing the content. So, <laughs> so you can trust the content, um, but but we are definitely working around uh, with what works for us and 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 what what doesn't. Now, we also must confess um, that this episode is a little bit late. Um, we were hoping to have an episode thinking through. Um, what are some some things that a pastor thinks about in the beginning of the year as they plan and as they think? Um, and also we were wondering, as a member who just observes things unfold in the local church, you know, how do we get there? How do we get to those different places? And so um, that's that's really the heartbeat behind the episode. Uh, we were hoping to have released it in January, but we really wanted to make this episode uh, the first episode where you guys can see us. And so mm-hmm. uh, we pushed it until we had everything at least at a, at a working place. Yeah. Um, so, so maybe to to start, uh, Pastor Charles, um, what is what's on your mind as as you start the year? So, I could either answer that question from a general point of view, mm. uh, or perhaps I thought maybe to be a little bit uh, more specific this morning. Um, so, one would imagine that each year in the ministry gets easier. And it got me thinking about running, which, of Mm. course, uh, many people know. I like to do road running, uh, manage to do some long races. And along the way in those races, I've often wondered to myself, why are you doing this? (laughs) Right? (laughs) (laughs) Are you stupid? (laughs) Why why put your body through this agony? I mean, Mm. it literally is agony. Mm -hmm. And yet the amazing thing is I cannot think of a single race, whether it be a Comrades or Los Dan or Omdi Dam, ultramarathons, where I've got to the end mm. and thought to myself, wow, that was great. Sure. And I liken that sure. to ministry mm. as I sit here this morning, mm. is ministry is wonderful. Mm. However, there are times in ministry when as I heard someone say not too long ago, it was a pastor's wife, she said to me, ministry can be brutal. Sure. Mm. And so we do navigate a pathway mm-hmm. each year. And I do wonder, I do wonder, what is it that the Lord is unfolding? Uh, we are very blessed uh, here at Central Baptist Church. I don't think there's a, uh, any doubt about that. The mm. fact that this church has been sustained by God over these many years, since 1889, sure. uh, informally, formally since 18, uh, 
91. Sure. And, and, and so, yes, the faithfulness of God through many challenges, many difficulties. And so as we go ahead in another year, we, we plan knowing that we're in God's hands, mm. knowing that we need to focus on that which He has called us to do, knowing that there will be times of tremendous blessing. There's no mm. doubt about that. Mm-hmm. But knowing also that we are in a spiritual battle. Sure. Mm. And so I know that theologically, mm. but I think at the moment, and I've been teaching on this recently in a Bible study, I mm. personally feel something of the the heat sure. of spiritual battle. Sure. Yeah. And, and, and so, yes, we want to be faithful to God in the preaching mm. of His Word. Mm. We want to remind each other that we, we, we uh, ought to go through uh, the disciplines and, and remain faithful in those disciplines. We want to express our dependence on God in prayer. And Isaac, mm. I mean, you've been a tremendous help in that, uh, mm. reminding us without God, we mm. simply don't go yeah. forward. Yeah. And so those are some of the things, you know, the joy and privilege of ministry, yeah. uh, the challenges that there are, um, uh, planning the year ahead. We have a full program. Always we sit down and, and we look and see how we can, uh, plan that in a way that is not going to place unnecessary burdens or stress on people's programs. Mm-hmm. We understand people are busy. Yeah. Uh, husbands are working. In most instances, wives are working. There are children to be seen to. And, mm. and yet we want to be able to minister to people sure. in a meaningful uh, way. We sit together as pastors. We sit together as leaders. We do talk about the future. Uh, we, we like to be prepared. Mm. What are the needs out there? And then also leaving things to God. What Mm. is it that God will raise in the consecutive teaching of Scripture that will feed our souls? And I can say a lot much, a lot more, but perhaps just a little bit there for the moment. Maybe for for a bit of context, Pastor Charles, um, how long have you been in the ministry and how how long have you been a senior pastor? So I left engineering in 1988. Hmm. So now you do the arithmetic. (laughs) Uh, 1988, 1989, I went to the Baptist College, but mm. started as a part-time student pastor, youth pastor, mm. and involved for four years as a youth pastor until 1993. January 1993, Carol and I started at uh, Scottsville Baptist Church as mm. a senior. A wet behind the ears. Yes. Uh, not mm. a senior in name, but I mm. was a young, young man in ministry. Sure. Mm. Great privilege of leading a great church, sure. a very forgiving church. As you can imagine, <laughs> we made lots of mistakes. Sure. Uh, loving church, served there for six years, and then came to Central. Uh, God called us in 1998. We started here in January 1999. And again, if you do the sums, yeah. uh, I'm now in my 26th year. Sure. Yeah, at Central. Wow. Yeah, so yeah. Praise so the and, Lord. And, and the point is, you know, you, you would think that it gets easier. Mm. The reality of ministry is that as a younger man or as an older man, the nature of the issues don't change. Sure. Mm. Do we ever become resilient to the issues? I don't think so. Mm. So we keep facing them. Mm. But what I can say, and I love that uh, expression in the Old Testament, thus far the Lord mm. has been with us Amen. and undertaken. Amen. And, and that's the encouragement for, yeah. Yeah. for our listeners sure. as well in, yeah. in their own lives, in their workplace, sure. in, mm. in their context, the struggles they face. My sheep, hear yeah. my voice, mm. they follow me, they shall never perish. 
Sure. Now this is a spanner in the works because we, <laughs> we 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 didn't we didn't ask uh, Pastor Charles this question to prepare. But as you were speaking, Pastor Charles, I'm thinking you've had two starts. Um, you had a start in um, down in the coast, and you had a start uh, down here in Pretoria. So two starts as a senior pastor. Your first start was without experience. Your second start was with a little bit of experience. Um, was there a difference in the way you started uh, uh, the year or the way you started your ministry in the two different, very different churches? It's very, very different. Uh, I come <coughs> from college with uh, a handful of sermons mm. that I preached over the four years in preaching class and the mm. odd sermon at the local church. And suddenly I was plunged into preaching uh, morning and evening, sure. mm. and and so there was a tremendous pressure in yeah. preparation. So there was the one difference in in the first church. Uh, they were very patient, uh, and then also the other thing I think in that start, which was similar to this start, is I made an effort to visit people in the church. I, mm-hmm. I made an effort to get to know the members. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was important, and, and I think if I were to go to another church ever, I would do the same. Sure. Is, is try and get into the homes of people. It was more difficult here at Central because mm. this is a much bigger church. Mm. The two differences that I found was Scottsville was, a very, was in a healthy state uh, when I got there. Yeah. And I always imagined that it's better to go to a difficult situation because then you're the new guy on the block. Uh, <laughs> and, and I'm so glad to see you. Uh, I, I discovered that wasn't so. Uh, sure, we were sure. very well received at Scottsville after a good ministry. The previous pastor there, Norman mm. Schaefer, had, had a good ministry. Mm. We came to Central after mm. it had gone through a brokenness. Sure, There was a lot of hurt when we got here. Uh, the church uh, had really diminished in membership because of the particular conflict that had taken place. And so we did discover that uh, we were not seen to be who we were. We were rather seen to be another pastor. Sure. And and can we trust this guy? Because sure. the previous guy, we thought we could trust him, sure. but mm. we couldn't. Sure. Wow. And so it took at least three years to navigate through that particular, wow. to gain yeah. the trust mm. and the respect of the people. Wow. Yeah. Sure. Unlike Scottsville, where mm. from the word go, yeah. they were with us sure Mm. so so what would you um like to tell let's say members and and church members not just our members but you know members in general Mm. uh as they start as you start the year what would be a good reminder and that you would want them to to remember yeah so maybe i'm sounding like a broken record (laughs) isaac but I will keep quoting the scripture. The prayer that the elder John prays to his friend Gaius, that Mm. all may be well with you, that you may be in good health Mm. as it goes well with your soul. Mm -hmm. So I would say to all of us, including us pastors, Mm -hmm. is that we do want to be well, generally speaking, Mm. but we have to take care of our souls. Amen. Yeah. In as much as we have to take care of ourselves physically. I just met mm. with someone a little bit earlier today and they were telling me they've cut back on the intake of sugar because it's not doing <laughs> their body mm. good. Yeah. So what is it that I need to do spiritually? What do you need to do spiritually that ensures 
spiritual health. Mm. Mm. And, 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 and that, of course, means a participation in the disciplines. You know, continuing together. Mm. Uh, Acts chapter 2, verse 42. Mm. The apostles teaching fellowship breaking of bread mm. and prayer. Together, we need each other. Yeah. So I'd love to yeah. say that to people. Yeah. Yeah. We need each other. We can't be isolated uh, or independent Christians. Yeah. It's, it's like the, 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 the family, our families at home. We, we, we need each other. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we don't always agree with each other, but mm. we love each other. Yeah. Uh, blood is thicker than water, we always mm. people saying, but I think we've been reminded being in Christ is even greater mm. than blood is thicker than water. Yeah. Are in Christ together. Yeah. Yeah. So let's strive together. Let's move together. Let's be patient with each other. Mm. But always remembering, Lord, feed mm. my soul. Yeah. Help me to be honest in searching mm. my own heart. Yeah. It's easy. It's easy. Mm. Jesus taught us to find, as it were, the splinter elsewhere sure. when there's a log in my own heart. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what I would say. Yeah. Is we, we're about spiritual well-being mm. as we travel this journey as believers being sanctified, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm. To the likeness yeah. of Jesus. Mm. You know, I, I actually was listening this morning to um, a kind of Q and A with a with a theologian, and 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 the question was, uh, you know, asking, are is is do you see a trend in terms of Christians um, having more uh, being more worried with political and things that are happening than personal holiness sure you know and and i think yo, sure. that 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 is sure. that is so true you know if we're not taking care of our souls and personal holiness you know we mm. we actually not even properly equipped to look at at what the things are happening mm. uh, out there yeah. so i'd like to respond to that yeah i've found in my own life it's a lot easy to say or make declarations generally mm. lord i confess my sin mm. it's easy to say that we stand at the communion table we need a service i confess my sin uh, it is easy as we did on sunday night we sang this hymn beautiful hymn it is well with my soul mm. what i think is important is we need to be we need to drill down Mm. on specifics mm. yeah. Yeah. and and sure. what are the specific challenges and and one of the, the challenges i'm noticing if i go back to when i was a younger person i grew up in a context that was a lot more prominently christian mm. um, we said the lord's prayer every day at school i remember even in a home where we were sort of maybe nominally christian I remember as a little boy, and I was thinking about it this morning in thinking about Sunday's sermon. My parents taught us to kneel beside our bed mm. to pray, gentle Jesus, meek and mild. I don't even sure. know if you know that prayer. <laughs> you read <laughs> on <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> okay. um, today, it's not like that. Mm. We are in a society that is becoming more and more secular. Sure. Mm -hmm. We are under a lot of pressure to conform to... Uh, what I think El Mola calls the moral revolution. Mm. And, and I am finding more and more that, that we Christians are under tremendous pressure to conform. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and not because we are rebelling to God in our spirits. We, 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 we just feel the pressure under, this, under the, the lopsided thinking that we only show the love of God. Mm. But are we really showing the love of God? Mm. 
Mm. I saw on Sunday morning, he's preaching in the difficult sermon. I think you heard, uh, I saw someone leave the service and, and I wondered. Mm. I wondered if it was because of the topic. Mm. And, and confronting, and that's my point, specific sin. Mm. What is it in me, Lord, that is the specific sin that I need to deal with? What are the specific issues out there? And we all know it's the moral revolution. Yeah. Uh, th there is no longer an acceptance, even in Christian circles, regarding objective truth. Mm. There's a, a lot of uh, subjectivity. There, there's, there's a lot of uh, relativism. Sure. And there's a lot of pressure mm. coming our way. Mm. And, and so we need to be conscious of that and we need to help each other mm. understand that because we don't always see it. Mm. There's blind spots. Uh, Mm. So, so a, a, an attack that could be made to a church like ours, I mean, we hold to expository preaching, um, and uh, we, we, we allow the scriptures to, to, to bring topics that we will discuss from, from the pulpit. Um, do you think it's, it's, it's important from, from time to time to, when you're thinking um, and planning, you know, uh, the sermon series for, for, uh, maybe for the term or for this for the semester, first six months, uh, that there are specific topics that uh, a church needs to uh, maybe take a break from the sermon series and do that occasionally. Or what are your thoughts around um, indulging in topics uh, as the year unfolds? So absolutely, uh, Jobo. I think maybe two responses there. The one response is that uh, all of God's word has relevance mm. to us. Mm. So even when we read uh, a genealogy, yeah. there's a message for us from God. Yeah. And we are committed to expository preaching because we want to avoid hobby horses mm. and we want to be sure that we're not dodging yeah. and <laughs> ducking and diving <laughs> controversial issues. Mm. However, as we know our congregation, mm. like for example at the moment, I know at the, at the Hill Campus um, Isaac, we have a lot of younger couples, young families coming into the church. Mm. Uh, we, we walk around with our eyes open and we see that there are different parenting approaches. Mm. And so we begin to observe and we see that there's a need. And so now there's a teaching, there's a series on parenting. Sure. And I think that ought to happen from the pulpit as well. Mm. So from time to time, we need to pause and we need to say, I think eldership actually have a role mm. in that. Mm. And, and, and as elders, we need to say, what is the temperature of our church? What sure. are the specific struggles? Sure. Mm. What's happening out in the world that we need to address? I, I, I don't think we must be blind. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, even to what's happening in terms of the Middle East, you know, why haven't we responded? Sure. Uh, you know, we, we should say something. Sure. This current controversy with Alistair Begg and co., uh, Mm. Should we not be saying something? So mm. yes, Jobo, I do mm. think we must, it's a both and. Yeah. Mm. Generally speaking, expository preaching, book by book, Old Testament, New Testament, the full counsel of God. Mm. But at times, yeah. we must pause. Sure. Mm. Lord, how can we address this issue that mm. our members are struggling with? Yeah, mm. sure. So, so we have at um, Central Baptist Church um, uh, a vision statement. Uh, we we desire to worship God, um, to care for one another, and to impact the world. Um, as as you um, sit on the chair of the council, and as you sit as a senior pastor, the first among many of the elders, um, 
what are some of or maybe first question did you come up with that vision statement or did you find it here at central um, no 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 it, we developed it here while i've been so when i first came to central i was uh, ambitious <laughs> 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 and i came up with that and i'll tell you what i came up with <laughs> um we we strive to glorify god in all of life in total dependence on the spirit uh, uh committed to his word producing worship dependence missions and fellowship yeah. but it was wow. such a mouthful yeah. nobody ever heard it. <laughs> <laughs> so so then I, I read a book uh called simple church mm, very good book uh, yeah. i don't uh, you read it and i thought you know we need to be simple Mm. In the way, and I think if we look at the Apple product, and I'm not yes. promoting Apple. <laughs> <laughs> are they not winners? Sure. Because they simply yeah. go with the basic. Their, their packaging, mm. uh, all that they do conveys a message of simplicity. And, and I think in the church, we can mm. sometimes be so complex that the member sitting in the pew is bamboozled. I don't sure. know if you know what that word means. Sure, mm. yes. Comp- so... <coughs> After reading Simple Church, mm. I was challenged and thought, no, uh, what are the, I mean, all of Scripture, mm. but, you know, uh, love the Lord your God with all your heart and soul and mind and strength is the greatest commandment, and the second is to love your neighbors yourself. So mm. surely that must lead us. Mm. We want to help people love God. Yeah. We want to help people love each other. Yeah. Mm. And then, of course, Jesus' final words to his disciples, make disciples of the nations. Mm. So mm. it encapsulates I think a focus sure. ministry. And it's not unique to us. I see many churches that have variations so, on that yeah. particular yes, right. yes. Uh, so that's where it came from. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And 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 so how how do you try to move that from m- the top down from um elders and pastors because we're thinking about it um but how do we then move that into our different ministries so that um this big machine is moving towards worshiping God, is moving towards loving each other and moving toward impacting the world. So uh, if I were to be honest, I don't think we do it very well. Sure. I think we can do it better. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would like to think that our preaching should always lead to some of that. Mm -hmm. So as you know, this morning we were talking a little bit about preaching. And, and, and preaching ought always to go to some sort of verdict. Sure. And that verdict ought to be, ought to be in one of those areas, mm. surely. So, you know, the mm. loving God opens up to my mm. entire spiritual well-being. Sure. And uh, caring for each other, the relational side. So mm. I would like to think it, it should come from mm. our preaching. It should come from our Bible studies. But I don't think we promote it enough in the church. Sure. I think we could do a lot better because otherwise people see things fragmented and they don't pull it together in a framework. Mm. And so perhaps even our conversation today is a prompt to me uh, to think, how can we better Mm. have this in people's minds so that as they absorb week by week Mm. ministry, that they're translating that Mm. into the framework of not our vision, but God's instruction, God's sure. own heart. Mm. Sure. Can, I, can I maybe just add to, to, to that? I think um, uh, in spite of, you know, sometimes not promoting well, I think uh, in the day-to-day of, of our church, 
um, I'm encouraged to to sometimes see you know people caring for others. Yes, yes. And the rest of the church is un- you know unaware of of yes. that. And there is, and so uh, I praise the Lord for for that. Even informal, not you know, not no one is telling. Oh, you must yes. do this. Yes, <laughs> you know, yes. and and just God working in the hearts. And, and and members caring for one another, helping with meals and and visiting and praying and, and things like that. That it's mm-hmm. even sometimes um, um, just outside of our knowledge, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 we we rejoice with that in spite of sometimes our our uh, efforts in in, in promoting mm-hmm. uh, this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is encouraging to me that. Yeah. But don't you think, Isaac, yeah. the key uh, to that? is people involved in small groups. So I've noticed uh, you can go along in the life of the church and really wonder if there is uh, a meaningful caring for each other Mm. until you find yourself in a particular time of need. Mm. And then suddenly the people around you Mm. uh, emerge as Mm. champions. And you realize, wow, Yes. Am I not glad to be part of this church? Yes. So, so I think there is there ought to be an encouragement of people to be involved in more than just Sunday. Mm. Uh, involved in a small group, whether it be at a home Bible study group, Sunday morning Sunday school, uh, a ministry like EE3, yeah. any small group where relationships are forged. And, and then there's a connectedness that develops that people are able to respond to. Mm. Outsiders are far more are going to find it far more difficult in mm. receiving that. We we then can organize, sure, but sure. it doesn't have that same depth of meaning. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's very good. That's very good. Sure. We hope hope this was helpful. A lot of what we asked, um, Pastor Charles wasn't prepared for, but uh, <laughs> but, but the answers are very good. Thank you yeah, so much, Pastor yeah. Charles. Uh, maybe a last question. One of our tap listeners um, has so a trend is for many people. Leaving Central is hard, um, and it's. I'm not saying this because I want to elevate our church, but but they they tend to love us. They tend to love the community at Central. Um, that that they 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 want to find a replica wherever they go. So you know, someone leaves Pretoria, goes to KZN, or goes to Cape Town, Free State, and um, when they look for a church, they're looking for Central. Um, now, any church, you won't find a duplicate. Um, they, they, they don't mm. exist because um, the people who make up that local church aren't at these different places. Mm. Um, and so maybe I'll ask the question for them, and you can thank me later. Um, <laughs> is um, Pastor Charles, a member of yours, leaves the church um, and and goes to... Oh, and you have first an experience because your daughter is, is was looking for a church. Mm. Um, so a member of your church leaves Central goes to um, Durban and they're looking for a local church. Um, what are some things that are important to look for? And, and, and how long should they, I don't know how to ask this properly. So you get into a local church and they tick the key boxes, but maybe you, you find the church cold. Um, do you then move to find another church that's warm or, or how long do you stay to find warmth? And uh, what are some of the things that you think a, mem- a new member coming into Central or one of our members going out uh, should do to try and learn a little bit about the church and their culture and that sort of stuff? <laughs> <laughs> so, Job, 
two two responses immediately come to my mind. Mm. The first is mindset. Sure. So if I may share uh, as an analogy my experience of grief. Mm. So married for 40 years, um, I lose my wife. Mm. And one goes through, am going through a process of grief, mourning. So that which I had, I've lost. Sure. And the longing is to keep that or to mm. have it back. Even mm. yesterday, I was chatting to my daughter, Jamie. I said, I long to have mom back. Mm. Mm. But what I've learned in this process, in one of the books I read, one of the more helpful books, it's called uh, A Grace Disguised, is this author writes there, he says, you've had something good. Sure. You can never have that good back again. Wow. But you can have another good. Sure. Now, here's my point. It'll be different. Mm. You know? And I think the mindset of churches, I've been in a few churches now, in my course at college, three churches, um, including my home church, and in Scottsville, and yeah. They've all been different. Mm. I love my home church. Mm. It was hard to leave. Sure. Northcliffe Union was different. Mm. But we came to love that church. Yeah. It was good. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think the mistake is to, to say, I'm looking, it's like, I'm not going to find, in fact, I'm not looking for a wife. Okay? <laughs> I'm not going to find anyone like that. Yeah. If, if ever I do, it'll be someone different. Sure. And one has to come to terms with this. So you go mm. to another church, but in the same way that a young man looks for a wife, there are certain mm. things that you need to look for as a yes. Christian. When we go to another church, and that's, I think, part of the question you were mm. getting at. So, number one, I am absolutely convinced that we must find a church that is committed to uh, biblical Christianity. Mm. And what I mean by that is people who take the Bible seriously. Yeah. Mm. And, and you know, there may be some differences. Both, I have two of my children, um, Josh and Sue and, and Shelley now, are not at Baptist churches. Because mm. in their particular area where they're living, the church closest to them that is displaying a commitment to the biblical teaching and authority of the Bible mm. is actually a rich church. Sure. So they're in a church that doesn't baptize. <laughs> <laughs> but sure. it's okay. Yeah. It's okay because that criteria is more important than mm. going to a church that does baptize yeah. and is flaky. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, so number one, absolutely important uh, commitment to the scriptures. Um, I, I, I would then say also evidence of godliness. Mm. We can't only be, uh, as it were, declarers of truth. Sure. Surely there must be evidence of, mm. of the life lived. That the Lord Jesus has not only saved me, but he's sanctifying me. And, and so that needs to be evident in, mm. in the church as well. Uh, so under the scripture, we can talk about a lot of items. That's how I did that at the time, but I'm looking at general categories now. Um, holiness, a commitment to the scriptures, and, and thirdly, I do think relational mm. connectedness. Mm. Is I don't believe that the church is a spectator sport. Yeah. There are far too many instances where the Sunday event 
is the performance. Sure. And the, we, we often as conservatives say, ah, oh, it's the performance, is the music. Mm. Isaac guys. <laughs> no, no. Sometimes the performance I'm looking for can be the preacher. Yeah. Sure. Mm. And, and, and so as the more conservatives, we need to be careful that we're not looking for mm. that performance. Only. Sure. There must be a relational connectedness and bonding as we together, mm. different people, Mm. Men, women, people from different languages, tribes, and cultures come together in a one another. That's the other mm. phrase we often use at Central. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. There has to be. So, Jabu, I would say those are mm. the three areas that come, sure. un, you know, what in an unprepared way. <laughs> yes. in my mind. That's yes. what I would look for. Yes. Okay? And, 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 yeah, let me leave it there. No, that's and, perfect. Uh, it's I perfect. Can keep yes. <laughs> no, that's perfect. And so, and so is, it, is it okay to, to, to leave? Um, if if you you find two, but it's cold, or or should you should you wait it out, or should you consider if the other churches around are as sound? Because I think I think that the part of the problem is sometimes we are spoiled. We have, you know, we mm. we, we have central. Um, we can go down the road. We have we have Waterkloof. Um, we we really can just go down, we have Calvary, and, and sometimes that spoiltness um, makes us hop mm. before we settle mm. um, because they, they, those options are there. Um, and and for, for other people, they don't have those options. I mean, for example, Shelley down in the Cape, it's, mm. it's the, all you have that ticks the important boxes is this. Um, and so hopping really isn't an option, yeah. so you stay. And, and so um, maybe, yeah, the, the last question for them is, is should you wait it out a little bit? Because it's only been, I think, a f- three months, if I'm not mistaken, that she's been there. Um, or, or is it okay for her to keep checking and examining? And yeah. So I'll, I'll take <coughs> a step back and say that in the same way that a young man uh, looks at the talent mm. possibilities <laughs> in the church, <laughs> uh, sometimes, like me, I found my wife early. Sure. Uh, she was still at school <laughs> and we fell in love. Wow. Uh, I know others who dated a number of <laughs> candidates <laughs> <laughs> and then fell in love. Yeah. And then they settled. Mm. Um, I, think it's, I think it's wise when you come into a new city, into a new place to look around. Yeah. So visit. Uh, you, may, you may fall in love. Sure. As it were, the yeah. first time. Mm. Yeah. And when I say fall in love, you know what I'm mm. saying? You yes. find your yes. characteristics. Mm. Yes. You may not find it, but if you look at maybe what is available, you then, at some point in time, you have to make a decision. Because mm. I do believe we, we must yeah. be committed to a local Absolutely. church. Yeah. And we, we can't be um, uh, hopping, sure. to use your word. We must settle. I think once we settle, it's like a marriage. Uh, Talamo is getting married mm. in a couple of months. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And uh, there are going to be some disappointments for my <laughs> sepa along the way. Yes. <laughs> um, does she bail? Sure. No. Mm. No. Because mm. our commitment to the local church is important. Mm. And so one has to stick to that local church uh, until such a time as that church mm. really deviates 
and enters into a kind of an apostasy. I mean, sure, I say. sure. And and it also depends on you uh, where you are in your life. Some people are more, more mature as mm. Christians; mm. they have uh, greater resilience. Uh, whereas a younger Christian may need to be in a place where they are actually cared for. Mm. And for them to go into a situation and think they're going to make a big difference is mm. probably not going to happen. Sure, sure. Yeah. But, but, but the principal issue is I do believe we must settle. Yeah. Mm. We must settle. We must commit to a local church and, and do as, as mm. best we can mm. under God to stick it up. Yeah. Understanding mm. there are going to be spots yeah. and wrinkles and yeah. disappointments. No perfect church. Mm. Sure. Central, far from perfect. Mm. Uh, and yeah. out there, yeah. there, there's some wonderful, so maybe to use the word a healthy church yeah, is what yeah. we need to be looking for. That's good. Mm. That's good. Sure. Well, thank you, Pastor Charles. Yeah, um, thank that you was for very helpful. dropping lots of mics. Yo, wisdom. Lot lots of, wisdom, lots yeah. of truth bombs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lots of gold nuggets. Yeah. I feel like we should have been selling this yeah. this episode. Um, but thank you yeah. so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you, guys. Um, do let us know um, if uh, if you could see it. Uh, let us. We really do enjoy your feedback. We've been getting more feedback from people who listen. Mm-hmm. Um, just encouraging feedback, but also feedback that is... Uh, constructive in the criticism so we we appreciate yeah. all feedback we we again we said it last week we're going to say it again this week this is just a resource it's yeah. a resource for you to use mm-hmm. to share with a friend for yourself yeah. um, and we do hope that the lord can use this uh, to edify you and to edify yeah. uh, the church so when when this episode comes out it's going to be on the central page and you can send the link around yes. and and publicize it uh, that now we we have video as well yes. but for you guys that listen on the podcast uh, stick with us we'll we'll, we'll continue with that yes. uh, as well so thank you for joining us i think i can end the podcast by saying we should have pastor charles more on the podcast i, I agree <laughs> thank you for having me yeah. i feel very privileged <laughs> that in thank order you. To be later relevant to our culture we must be like our culture we live in a day